have you met with the social media dilemma? When I'm using social media, I found that I really want to check how other people are doing or what did they post. And it makes me feel anxious sometimes because I always thinking about maybe I have to post something good. And the feeling that you get, you know, when, when you have a new notification and message or any part of that dopamine effect, it's, it's not supposed to control our everyday lives. And we, at some point, we lose sight of that. But I never know how to do with it. How did I got all of this pressure on me? Who put it there? Social media thing is that we are so adjust to it and the way it works and how it's, it's, it's invading our lives that we are basically zombies at this point. How would life be without social media? On this episode of Borderscapes, Social Media Detox the borders of myself. We get rewarded by hearts, likes, thumbs up, and we conflate that with value and we conflate it with truth. A whole generation is more anxious, more depressed. Technology has served us enormously. It has created social media, supposed to make our lives better. But what about now? The documentary The Social Media Dilemma opens my mind. I get advice from my friends and classmates and decide to start the social media detox. While I'm reading, there's no notification about social media, no any message. So I'm totally focusing on the readings and the time to finish it is much earlier than before. On the night before starting detox, I turn off all the social media notifications. When everybody on the train, they are all pick up their phone and um, scroll on Instagram or other on social media. But I open the books. I store some novels in my phone and I just pick one of them and read it. It's so fun that if I can use Instagram, I would definitely check Instagram instead of read a book while we are traveling. But it's actually good because I didn't have this kind of habit like when we are using the transportation. I always chatting or using social media instead of reading a book. But today I try to do so and it's quite good. Social media is getting into a wrong place. So I try to change my phone usage. And many people are also beginning to discover the situation. Claudia lives without social media for two weeks. I didn't plan this. I just woke up one day and I was going through a moment of a little bit of depression, anxiety, and the only thing that would keep me from being extra anxious was not to look at my phone. She only contacts her family and best friends from Cuba and delete almost all the social media apps on her phone except WhatsApp. I was trying to log into my account again and again. She started using Instagram five or six years ago. Because I didn't want to create new one. 
but there was no way. But one day, she can't log into Instagram. I couldn't log into the Instagram even through the browser, so I didn't see any Instagram posts of my friend or of mine for two months completely. Instead of opening Instagram, I opened other apps, news app, to read some news articles. She starts Instagram detox suddenly. Aileen is a social media person, but she also wants to stop relying on it. I was working on my term paper, and I felt that I was not having enough time to do them because I was procrastinating a lot using my social media, mostly Instagram. So I I delete the apps, I delete Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, like for I think it was almost one week. And what I did was focusing a lot on my work. Change the phone usage recalls my memories in a period without social media, but it's hard to go back to the past because we can't deny the fact that social media has become a massive part of our life. During the three-day detox, I don't use any social media except email and messages. When contact to others without using social media, I feel strange. Since I have to get in touch with the interviewer, so I instead of using social media, I use email to contact her. And also, there's some question to ask my classmates, so I use messages to contact them. It's been a long time since we are using social media for contact to each other. Although it's the same function, but it's quite inconvenient compared using WhatsApp because of lacking contact information. When I travel with friends, and they begin to share photos and prepare to upload on Instagram Story, it opens my Pandora box. Oh no, but I cannot open Instagram. But you know that I I really want to check. That is the most eager moment that I really want to check Instagram as soon as possible. At that moment, I was like, "Who cares about social media detox? I just want to check. I just want to add their stories into my stories, so everybody can see that I went to somewhere so good, and I really want to show everybody that I'm so happy today." I try to control the eagerness with my rational, but I can't resist opening Instagram the next day. All of a sudden, I just open Instagram. And repost their Insta stories, but I didn't scroll a lot, and I just naturally closed the app. Among all the social media, Instagram becomes the barrier of my detox. I can forget about it when I focus on work or study, but once I have spare time, Instagram is the first app pop up into my mind. I was just believing that someday I can log into my account. I was just praying, hoping. Shiho has the same habit of opening Instagram when she feels free. I believe that one day I can log into the previous account, and in my account there are many memories 
every time I was like, oh, now, yeah, I know I, I, I cannot log into my Instagram. It was so annoying, sometimes frustrating. And Eileen also struggles to keep away from Instagram, but she can't help herself thinking about it. To be honest, like the first days I was feeling kind of anxious because I was thinking like, oh, what was going on like in Instagram? What are my friends doing or things like that? And I tried to use like Instagram web, for example, but it was not the same because I couldn't react. I have conflicts in my mind when facing the hurdle in the social media detox. But we don't need to go cold turkey to experience the benefits of avoiding social media. A social media detox may just be an experience and a chance to take back control of our mind. I set a rule of not using social media except WhatsApp during the detox, even though I break it. Actually, I didn't feel bad about I open Instagram because I just want to share this pretty moment to those friends, but I didn't mean to attract people's attention. Since then, I begin to think about why I want to use Instagram and other social media. We are using them because we want to share something, but people are all different. They have different situations, they have different kind of characteristic or they have different kind of experience. So what they think and what they do is totally different to myself, at least for me. So there's nothing to compare to myself. And I even don't remember when I started to compare myself to other people, but this kind of thing already kind of embedded into myself when I'm do the posts commenting or like something it is already in my body and I'm do it naturally but now I found that this is something wrong and I have to face to it I have to figure out how can I improve my relationship with social media Shiho gets out from the hurdle of her Instagram detox. I was putting a lot of effort into job hunting and I felt guilty, kind of guilty for not working like my friends around me in Japan. I cannot help but compare myself to others. People tend to post positive photos and words on Instagram and we are affected by them without awareness. And Instagram is a really good tool to compare myself to others. Peer pressure makes her more anxious and stressed. So it was good for my mental health to not see their post. Since she starts the Instagram detox, the frustration go away. However, I wanted to know what my friends around the world were up to and I wanted to be able to comment on what they are what they are doing. So I created a new account, but the number of checking Instagram is decreased, obviously, compared to before. Yeah. It felt really good. Eileen finds the clue 
of having good relationship with the social media through the detox. I remember that the first day I didn't even want to open my account, my my social media, because it was like, oh, that's so lame, oh, that's so boring. But since she is the social media infector of her scholarship program, she has to post on stuff. But at the beginning, I was like posting, I don't know, four or five stories per day, and nowadays. Um, daily, I might post one. There are days where I don't post anything. So I think that it feels better. I slowly moved back to WhatsApp and started to replying people and emailing my professors. Claudia gets better through the social media detox. WhatsApp becomes a tool for her recovery at that moment. When I'm having good days, I realize that it's easier for me. To open emails and check my WhatsApp without feeling anxiety or pressure, because I know that I'm doing it the way it is supposed to be. Because it's a tool that you need to use to do many things in your life. Imagine how much better use of our time and mental energy could go into the things we care about. Taking a break from social media gives me a chance to take a step back. And evaluate what's most important in my life and what is much better use of my time and mental space. It is not about social media is really a bad thing, or people should not use it, but it is about how do you think the social media means to you? If you think it is an entertainment and it makes you feel better, then just use it. But if You find something that is not comfortable for you, or found that you are not happy when you are using social media. Then at least I have to find why and aware that I'm actually feeling exhausted or feeling anxious when I'm using social media, especially Instagram. Through the detox, I realized that. I can decide for myself what makes me happy and satisfied, and I realized that I do what I enjoy for myself, not for others to see. I think it it's better to try social media detox at least once to to know that how social media is affecting on you. Yeah, because it's really now it's really natural to use. Those kind of things, so it's difficult to notice, right? We might be stressed unconsciously. I think this exercise for me, um, it's it's it started as a way to lift some pressure of myself, as a way to take a break. But as the days go by, I realize that I can't be off social media forever because, well. My life and my professional career will be, has been, and still is going to be very uh, linked to social media in different ways. I am trying to figure out a way to accommodate social media again back to my life on my own terms, my own way. I don't want to be like bragging about what I'm doing, but I'm actually want to share with you because this is a funny thing for me, or this is a very beautiful place for me. And that's how that's what I post, or that's what I try to post, because we feel influenced by others by saying, "Oh, if I look social media, I feel bad because what other people are doing." Maybe if we do that too, 
other people are going to feel the same way. So we have to choose how we post. I think that's actually something that you have to do in a very responsible way. I may get lost in social media sometimes, but through the social media detox, I find a way to deal with the social media dilemma. For me, the social media detox is not about keeping away from social media, but figure out the relationship between myself and social media, and understand my limit for social media. And the most important thing is to get along well with myself. Doing detox is not just build a wall around me. It's like there's already a wall around of myself, around of my mind, around of my thought, and the wall is the social media. That the social media makes me away from myself. And now the detox is like a door, and I can open the door and enter into myself, the circle. I'm Yuxing, and you've been listening to Social Media Detox: The Borders of Myself, a part of the podcast Borderscapes, produced with the support of the School of Media Arts and Humanities. And the Office of Technology Enhanced Learning at the University of Sussex. Martin Spinelli and Lee Golding were our executive producers. We had technical help from Matthew Taylor. Our theme music was composed by Mona Yusuf, and our graphic design was by M Squint Design. Additional episode music credits and info are available at borderscapes.org. And for socials, we are at Borderscapes Pod. Thanks for listening.